Catch anything you missed on the show on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Every day's show gets uploaded, and then we do something special only there called the Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. Um, I, I wanted to um, kind of give a little pump-me-up to anybody that's having trouble with their New Year's resolution. I don't know. You, you probably have seen this. There have been headlines everywhere. It's been on social media. By this time of the year... It's over for a lot, A lot of people, yeah. 28 days, right? And they say almost (laughs) 80% of people by this time of the year have blown their New Year's resolutions. Yeah. How's that for positive things? That's um, okay. Yeah, but but, I mean, it happens, and that's why you just set goals for yourself. But what I wanted to just say is that, you know, when you stick with something... Maybe this will be a little incentive to just kind of get you through this. For the first time in my life, I actually have gone down a waist size, and mm. and it's and I've never really been a, you know a, a terribly overweight person. I just probably was carrying about thirty pounds too many, you know, and um and so last year when I just started modifying some things, I've only lost a pound here and a pound there, and I've gained a pound here and a pound there. <laughs> but you know, with it being like sort of a net 25 for the first time I went shopping and Jody knows this because she was with me, I actually went down one size. I'm like, whoa, wow. Yeah. And so for me, that was a big moment. And I can't tell you how it's as silly as that is. That was more of a morale booster for me sure. than stepping on a scale. Well, to see the numbers on, in, on the waistband of the jeans. Yeah. And they're down from what we bought before. Yeah. All that's right. exciting. I have for a you question there. and I don't mean to rain on any parades. <clears throat> Did it, it wasn't dependent on the store, right? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, but thanks for thinking that way, Sam. <laughs> no, I've had labels. Been, see, I've had, because there are certain stores you go to right. where, to me, a 38 fits, and the next store it has to be a 40 or a 36. Well, that's not the store. That's the designer. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so Levi's and Lee's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, but they were all, but they were all the same, and yeah. even you know the same brand. So I did go from thirty six to thirty four, and the point is, it took me about eight months to get there. And yeah. so you know, for anybody that's trying to do this in a quick fix or six weeks or whatever, there's no question. Stick to it, right? Just I mean, take your time, do your thing, and then the next thing you know, you'll get the reward. And if you so, get there quickly, it's not going to last anyway. So. Yeah, God, and I hope it does. Now I really need to show some restraint, or I'll start to feel it. Right? Yep. Tighter jeans. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Are you ready for Zac Efron as Ted Bundy? Because I'm never going to be, but tell you why so much controversy coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So I've been saying for a long time, especially to my friends who want to go see this movie, that I am not okay with Zac Efron uh, playing Ted Bundy because I'm only going to remember him. He's Troy Bolton to me. Ah, uh, Troy Bolton. Well, he's done a lot of serious roles too. I know he has, and he really is good. Uh, I don't he's, mean Baywatch, because Zac Efron is not just a pretty face, and boy, is yeah. he proving it more and more with these dramatic roles. So, you probably already knew that he has been working for the last year on a movie where he plays notorious, famous serial killer Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. The movie debuted at the Sundance Film Festival this weekend, so some audiences, film festival ones, have seen it already. Right. It's getting crazy, scary, good reviews. It is called Extremely Wicked, Shocking, Shockingly Vile, and Evil. That's a That's long a title. That's a long title. Here's a little bit of it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am that innocent suspect. You are skating on thin ice, partner. The media has convicted Ted before he's had his day in court. I'm gagged, and you're not. I wonder whether he did it or not. I'm more popular than Disney World. 
<laughs> okay, Sam, so I'm, wow. you, I showed you this trailer a few minutes ago. Yeah. What was your reaction I to seeing him like this? I didn't realize he had that much personality. Ted? Ted Bundy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't know if this was, is this Hollywood, you know, enhancing Appar- things, or well, is that how Ted was? it's a Hollywood portrayal of it, but it seems super gritty, and I want to say this, there's some controversy about it, because, hey, wait, are you romanticizing this killer by Zac Efron playing yeah. him? And showing him as this charismatic person, one of the women who was attacked by Ted Bundy in 1978 and survived thinks it's appropriate. She's weighed in and said, guess what? It may glorify him a little bit, but it makes sense because that's, so what, he was. He, that's what he wanted people to see. Mm. He he was able to lure a lot of women into his presence because of his personality. he only showed you what he wanted you to see. He was this person. He was not normal. You know, and um, so what you're seeing, she's fine with it. Now, some of the victims' families are like, right. ah, they just can't deal with any of it coming back. They up. also have that thing on Netflix right now, the Ted Bundy tapes. I think it's poor. Oh yeah, yeah, they have that right now too. So it's just one yeah. of those stories that's coming back. But this one, there's no even film release date yet. Yeah, but possibly some of Zac Efron's best work ever, if you can handle how disturbing it will be. Best work ever. I'm not gonna stop. Okay. <laughs> Second best work ever. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up, uh, something that will happen to you after you tidy up if you do it, <laughs> but based on watching the show that you did not expect. You know, telling you earlier this week that I, after watching three episodes of Tidying Up, I decided to attack my clothes. It's not areas that you attack you don't attack closets you attack clothing items no so i, I love that that's what happened because i knew that, that was gonna happen to jody just so yeah. that you know <laughs> i know hers is first is clothes and it's books right so is that how the, the series progresses or oh, does she no. attack everything in each show no in fact it's funny i wanted to do the plastic containers in the kitchen first that's the one that eats my brain and that's the one that's actually a problem in our so lives how did you land on your closet because I don't I haven't watched an episode with her about what to do with plastic containers yet. <laughs> and I want that instruction. But it's been bothering me, you know, just th- that w- that seems maybe the easiest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm very familiar with my clothing or I thought thought I was. Mm-hmm. So I do my closet. I didn't even do the the first day I just did my closet clothing. And I've never done it where I did her method of just taking everything out and piling it up. Mm-hmm. That is the trick. Because once it's all out, you know, you really it's see one, it. It's one of those steps that you weren't going to take mentally. No. If you got it all out, well, now it's easier to get rid of. I guess so. Did so, you because, think it? Did you think every okay, article? Well, we're going to get there. But, you know, in the past, I would walk through and look through everything and take out stuff. That's yeah. how I would do it. Taking everything out is the game changer. Um, and I did get rid of two bags full of clothing and donated them. Um, I, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't thank everything. <laughs> It just wasn't in my. I rem, along the way, I would remember to thank stuff. Yeah, but um, it just was not in my nature. I was like, yay! I mean, I felt positive, but the real positive. My whole point for bringing it back up today, the real positive, and I haven't heard her talk about this on the show. But for me now, when I walk in my closet, it's truly stuff I love, mm-hmm. um, and I am grateful. I realize how grateful I am. I have a lot of good stuff. Well, that's in other good. words, it's making me appreciate what I have more. And I'm going to be less likely to buy something new because I don't. I know what I've got now, and it's plenty. Yeah, it's like gotta, a real gratefulness thing. Since it's Super Bowl week, I have a, a football analogy for you. Everything in your closet's now first string. 
Yes. It's not like, oh, I'm keeping this in case or this one I might use one day. Right. It's like everything in there is stuff you That's use true. and you like. Yeah. All the bench so, stuff is gone. Yeah. Since I did my closet <laughs> the same weekend that we first started watching the show, does that mean I need to go back and redo it again because I didn't do it the it's way that she possible. said? It's possible. And I didn't take everything out of my dresser either. No I guilt just did the from closet, her, though. You know? I haven't done the dresser drawers yet, but that's next, and unless I can get to those plastic containers. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, for fun, we've asked if you can have breakfast for dinner, which you can do any night. Every okay, night. Um, what's on your plate? You can let us know, 877-310-4MSJ, and some of your comments from Facebook and ideas next. We like to hear from you the most. So 877-310-4MSJ, anytime you want to join us. Guys, let's um, check. There's some voicemail rolling in. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Good morning, Murphy, Sam, and Jody, Chad, and Bailey. This is Terry. I was calling to tell you about our breakfast for dinner uh, thing with my family. That has actually become a Christmas Eve tradition for us every year since since my sister and I were very small. But it depends on who is doing the cooking, if it's my mom or my dad, on what we have. Now, normally we have scrambled eggs and bacon, but then when the biscuits come around, my mother makes these huge, fat, what we call cat head biscuits that she learned to make from her grandmother. My dad makes these little bitty biscuits that are just about the size of a half dollar that he learned to make from his grandmother. Hmm. So it's so interesting when we sit down at the table, my sister and I can go, oh, dad made biscuits or the mother made biscuits. But anyway, that's one of our favorite things as well. So I just wanted to tell y'all good morning, share a little bit of my life with y'all because y'all share so much of yours with us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Terry. Thank you. What a good message. And now I just need some biscuits. <laughs> you know, it's funny is Woo! I had a friend of mine give me a recipe for cat head biscuits and they described them as big old, oh, big man. old biscuits. We might need that recipe then. Yeah. Call us anytime, Terry. 877-310-4MSJ. We asked this on our Facebook page too. We got some responses, huh, Chad? Yeah. Uh, this one is from Top Fan Dawn. Uh, they have breakfast for dinner almost every Wednesday. Oh, nice. Mm. Usually nice. it's eggs, biscuits, mm. sausage, and fruit. And yeah. they always make enough for to go bags for the next day. Kids oh, that's smart. cute. See, I don't think about I don't think about breakfast ever being left over. This one's from Karen. We just had breakfast for dinner the other night. We had Hawaiian teriyaki deer sausage. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Along with eggs, and I'm assuming like other breakfast stuff, <laughs> eggs, wow. biscuits, and grits. And you might be the only one. Man, Karen. that sounds good, though. Love to hear from you um, anytime. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure Sam can relate to this. Jody probably is is much more refined than you and I are, so this won't be an issue for Jody. <laughs> But, you know, every now and then you'll have somebody throw a medical term at you and the the middle schooler in you comes out and starts laughing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The adult in you understands it's a medical term, but the middle schooler in you, for whatever reason, is like, <laughs> Well, that's you guys. I know and, that. And because so, we're still in middle school. I know. But uh, In your hearts. And so, I, I mean, I, I feel a little mm-hmm. weird about this, and I haven't even explained this to you yet, Jody, that the new insulin pump that I'm wearing... Without getting, this is not going to get technical, I promise at all, but the cartridge that holds the insulin is not a plastic cartridge this time. It's actually more balloon-like, and of course, it's called a bladder. (laughs) Why? Why does it have to be called a bladder? And why is that funny? (laughs) See, I knew Sam would think that's funny. It's a bladder. Right, that's the problem. And and, and, and then... (sighs) 
as you're prepping and you're putting new insulin in this particular <laughs> stomach. <laughs> no! What? You gotta yeah. bleed the bladder? No, you actually have to burp the bladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! See? No. I knew it, right. You know. And, and that's the actual Ugh. description that was given to me, is that I actually have to burp the bladder. You know what? Well, at least, and, here's the good news. At least you find enjoyment. Your middle school heart and brain and sense of humor, yes. you find enjoyment. Because otherwise, that's no fun. <laughs> What's well, funny, though, is Jody, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't have an explanation for you. You're saying, why is that funny? Why? And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Because somebody know. chose to title it that way, and yeah. you're seeing the real thing. And you're going to burp the bladder? I mean, right. And so, you see, you realize that I'm being trained on the entire pump. <laughs> And I, I mean, I was fine. Obviously, I was composed the entire time. And I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to explain this to Jody? Even worse, how am I going to explain this to Sarah? <laughs> this, this is how you explain it. Spread the joy. Technology in 2019, yeah. and the first thing I have to do is burp the bladder. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. They tell you all about the next new musical biopic we're going to get, and it'll be as soon as next year. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Musical biopics are a big deal at the box office. You know, Hello, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rocket Man is being made about Ray. Elton John. Ray was incredible. Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? That's throwing it back oh, to the 90s. That's yeah. one of my favorite Tina Turner. movies. Even when I couldn't watch, I couldn't stop watching. Okay, so um, there's another one in the works. It's being reported by, by Variety and... It has the 100% approval from the artist, and mm-hmm. that is Miss Celine Dion. I'm wow. Getting the movie treatment, it's supposed to cover everything from her childhood, her rise to fame, her relationship with her late husband and manager, Renee. And they met when she was, what, a teenager? She was very young when they yeah. met. Like this, That was the relationship in her life. I mean, I, I mean, I, you always wonder how confusing that must have been. I'm your husband. I'm your man. I'm your manager. Yeah. You know, I'm the only one for you. And is that healthy? Is it normal? It seemed healthy. It's, it, it seemed it's sh- as much like, as she loved super, him and was yeah. affected when he when she lost him. We're told it's gonna it's a French film, and that doesn't mean it's gonna be in subtitles necessarily. We just know that it's like a French. It could being be French produced, financing. Financing. Producing exactly. Yeah. So, um, and we're supposed to get it apparently. Next year, December of 2020. Well, you can't so, hold back the greatest singer in all the world. No, you can't. And now's the time. And she wants to be involved in telling her story. So, yay. Yeah. All for that. All right. Speaking of singers, maybe not the greatest in all the world, but hey, the masked singer. The news is <laughs> it got renewed for a second season. On Fox. And by the way, last night there was like a rabbit, an alien, and a unicorn singing. I think this might have been the first unicorn we've seen. <laughs> my thing with this show is, oh my gosh, I, I'm not even concerned with who's who's singing. Yeah, like you're supposed to. I'm like, how are they breathing in there? Yeah, these are not masks. These are chambers, head chambers. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was Tori Spelling. She was a unicorn. Of all people, oh, was unmasked okay. as the uh, unicorn. It's been renewed for a second season. Check them out. Um, new episodes every Wednesday night on Fox. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, Ben Affleck confirms he's slipping out of that bat suit. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. 
And if you're looking to try something um, excuse me, new at your big game party this weekend, try out our big uh, game day grub. We've not only got some new recipes this year, uh, we've got them archived for the last couple of years, so you get a lot to pick from. And Sam's um, Instant Pot Spinach and Artichoke Dip. Yeah. Actually, I should rename all my uh, my recipes for this week, Who Dat? Yeah. Sam's Who Dat Spinach and Artichoke Instant Pot Dip. Yes. Yes, sure you should, Sam. Let's let it go. Let no, it go. Not okay. me. It might be time. <clears throat> okay. Got a couple commercials for you, too, as I'm keeping you up to date on all the fun stuff you'll see this weekend. Uh, Luke Wilson, and I hate to say this, but Owen Wilson's brother. Yes, I know. Um, he's doing the uh, commercial for Colgate Total, and the whole thing is it makes your breath so fresh that you can stand in people's faces, and that's all he does the whole commercial. <laughs> That's cute. I'm a close talker, so I was excited about all new Colgate Total. Now there's no such thing as too close. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No, there's not. We've all known a close talker, and thanks to Jerry Seinfeld for being the one to bring up that term to me Mm -hmm. anyway. I think there was a close talker episode. I believe there was. a close talker, oh my God. And Hyundai this year is using uh, Jason Bateman to to sell their Shopper's Assurance program. Jason's running an elevator, and everybody gets on... Oh, it's going to the floors below. Hello, folks. What floor? Oh, we're car shopping. Ah, you're going down. Way down. Ah. This floor, root canal. Oh, this is bad. Oh. This stop jury duty. Remember, innocent until proven. <laughs> well, he did it. And so they keep going down and down. And, That's you know, great. A parent having to talk with their teen, a vegan dinner parties. <laughs> And the folks, it and gets he gets to, he gets to the car floor, and he says, "Here, and he got to go. No, no, no. We're the Hyundai Shopper Assurance." He goes, "Oh, well, you're going up then." Oh, that's cool and yeah. funny and cute. Anything yeah. with Jason Bateman is fine with me. Good He's so Hyundai. fun. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Right, speaking of Super Bowl Sunday commercials and all that good stuff, on the way, our my favorite game day grub recipe that we have for you: three ingredients. Mm-hmm. Anybody can make it, and it can be the entree. Coming up next, though, uh, something added for you in the Not So Serious Book Club. We've added some new books that you can dig into. Uh, it's always good to cozy up in um, whatever winter with a good book. Mm-hmm. Not so serious book club at murphysamandjody.com. I'm doing, I'm pulling a Murphy lately. I'm reading like three books at one time. <laughs> I really am. Keep up. So it's like watching three different TV shows Boom. at the same time. You can do that. From it gets to a episode. point where it's like, wait, is this the one where he did that to her? Or was I that? That might be you, Sam. The but, show. Well, let me, for example, <laughs> I'm reading the last. Game of Thrones book because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tide myself over till April when it, I, I get it on the screen. I love that show so much I could consume it all the time. Now, the last book is going to have stuff from the season we haven't seen yet, right? But we don't get the last book till later. Maybe. Oh, even. oh, okay. The re- the book I'm reading stuff that's already, is stuff that's already happened. Okay. But there's so much more that it's enjoyable. Gotcha. It's she's she's going Dragons. back to the past again. It, not only just reading the show, uh, reading the books, but watching the shows too. To yeah, I mean, I put them on when I'm going to, you know, fold six loads of laundry. Why not? Why not spend some time with Tyrion? Mm-hmm. And reading that uh, Art of Dancing and I'm sorry, Art of Racing in the Rain, the dog, the dog book. book. When I don't feel like you know sword battles, I read that. And I've never done that in my life, Murphy. But I have, you know, recently, honestly, because I have some new books. Mm-hmm. I went to a used book sale recently, and I kind of stocked up. So it's kind of hard not to dig Dive in. in. See, that's always been my thing, and you've always thought it was odd weird that i would I did. jody would say pretty regularly how do you do more than one book at a time you never finish anything it's like well i mean the ones that i'm not interested in i don't finish but you know i do i do have a problem with you not finishing books because you don't you murphy you don't finish books and to me it is supposed to be a complete experience that's where the real benefit comes in a complete story uh-huh. but 
Yeah, but then you always say. have a little bit of anticipation, something to look forward to. I can get <laughs> pick the book back up again. I wonder how this ends. <laughs> when you talk to other people who've actually finished the book, yeah. didn't you love the part where... Um, oh, no, I didn't nah. get to. But remember, I'm reading nonfiction, so maybe that's a little bit different than... Yeah. Other than, I mean, look, if it's a biography or an autobiography, I will, obviously, I will finish those because I want to know how those go through. But just the other, the, yeah. the leadership management, you know, marketing, blah, 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 all that uh, kind of stuff that, you know, yeah. I shouldn't blah, blah, blah my own books. <laughs> I like them. You know, that's the way Jody hears They're, the titles. The fun of them is the titles. Yeah. I swear. Hit, hit me with one. Your well, best success, year now. Yeah, the success plan that never fails. Oh. <laughs> Getting to the sale. It's all so... I wish I could think of some more. Believe and achieve. Got to be the most positive section in the bookstore. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, we don't have a ton of those for you, but we do have really good fiction that I've enjoyed, a lot that Sam's read, too. Not So Serious Book Club, MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up, Sam has music news. Going to let you know how Madonna passed on a song that actually became one of Pink's biggest hits ever. Hmm. Sam's got music news. I'm going to go a little behind the lyrics on this music news. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's about a song that Pink has, or one of Pink's biggest hits. Mm-hmm. You know who Linda Perry is from Four Nine Blinds? I do. Wait, wait, wait. And she's a, Pink loved her. Well, she's a major, she writes all kinds of, she's like Diane Warren, you know, the songwriter the, the, to the stars. She writes all kinds of the big what's hits. what's going on. Yes. And she wrote Sorry. a song called Get the Party Started, which you know from Pink. But she didn't give it to Pink. She wrote it and gave it to Madonna. It sounds like a Madonna song. It could be, yeah. I mean, back that up to the Vogue days and the holiday days. She could have done this easily. Yeah, so she gave it to Madonna and Madonna said, I'm not really interested. Mm. It's not my sound or anything. So she's like, okay, I got the song. Well, lo and behold, she said like a week later, Pink calls her up and says, I've been trying to track you down. Right. I, I want you to write some songs for me. And she goes, well, I just happen to have this song right here. And I'm going to say this. I think this might have been the song that put Pink on up to another level. Yeah. Right? It's from it's the first thing that they released off her second album, Misunderstood. Oh, Misunderstood. Yeah, but this is what, I, I remember it being so big that she opened an award show with it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So she said they, well. she brought it to L.A. Reid. They worked it up and brought it back to Linda Perry. She goes, okay, yeah, you can have the song. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. There's like, like the music business is littered with people like that who threw away songs and then the song went on to be something big for somebody else. Yeah. It's just how it's, it goes. It's kind of like whenever they interview actors and actresses. It was the big role you passed on. Right. Uh, I was in the God. Could have been in the Godfather, but I didn't think it'd be worth it. <laughs> You know, stuff I like thought, that. I didn't like the script. Yeah. It's a little violent for me. <laughs> well, everything's um, not for everyone. So. There is a couple, apparently a couple biopics in the work about Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, whoa, whoa, But whoa. Sharon Osbourne and Ozzy are involved in one of these. Well, that's and, the one to see then. Yeah, and Sharon's even says she read the script for the other one and everything's out of, out of order. But she says she has, and she's not releasing names. Uh, she has the actress in mind that she wants to play her. And this biopic is going to be, it's going to start with the day she met Ozzy and, nice. and end with the day they got married. Oh, That's what okay. it's going to be, their relationship. But she said... before, this, So it, so we can, all, we can understand him. <laughs> yeah. But, well, in the this. thing is, she said the person that's going to play Ozzy, she wants whoever directs the movie to, to pick a completely unknown person. Sure. So you're focused on the Ozzy part, not the actor playing the Ozzy part. What about her? She is not saying who it is, but she says she knows oh. she has the person in mind that she wants to play her. You ever want to read a really funny and unbelievably revealing whatever biography? He wrote one mm-hmm. called I Am Ozzy. It's hysterical and unbelievable. And after I finished it, I thought, oh, he's a cupcake. Yeah. It's easier to read than listen to him talk. Totally. Okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next.
my favorite of our game day grub recipes Mm -hmm. for football. Three ingredients, and this can be your entree. Next. Big game day grub for you. A ton of our favorite football food recipes at murphysamandjody.com and on our Facebook page. The easiest one of all, and I say it's a crowd pleaser. What? I haven't made it in a long time, Murphy, but you love this. My slow cooker barbecue chicken sliders. Yeah, those are very good. What? Mm -hmm. Three ingredients. You ready? Chicken, barbecue sauce. Wait, 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 wait. Boneless, skinless chicken breast. Yeah. You slow cook them with a small bottle of barbecue sauce and a small bottle of Italian dressing. Mm -hmm. It cooks down all day. Like you cook it about six hours slow. Don't open it. And until it's at least been six hours, it shreds up nicely. And the Italian dressing mixed with that barbecue gives it this tanginess. It's so good. And you serve it on little soft bread, like the pistolets mm-hmm. or the little um, Hawaiian bread. Hawaiian bread. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Is this the one you put ranch on, or is that the no? Barbecue? Those are buffalo chicken sliders. But this is just slow. It's just bar. You didn't know that Italian dressing can make the big difference here, and it does. Yeah. And I, you know, not to create extra work for yourself, but you know, and I'm not talking about you, Jody. But I mean, it, you've done this before, where you made both and served oh, yeah. them both at the same time, and that way people had a choice of: do you want the buffalo chicken sliders or do you want the barbecue chicken sliders? You can totally do that if you have yeah, for serving cool. a crowd. You have pistolets ready, and however they want to eat it, it's good and mm. easy. Okay, yeah. slow cooker. By the way, this one's not an instant pot. Well, recipe. the thing is, though, you could use your. If you've ever cooked with an instant pot? You know, it's about the same time length as a <laughs> slow cooker. <laughs> All right. Anyway, get that recipe and all of our other good big game day grub recipes. We're proud of them, okay? Because yeah. food is a part of it. Yeah. com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So Murphy asked me a question last night, <laughs> and um, I was getting super excited. I thought it was super romantic until... Tell you about it next. Um, Sam, I got to tell you this story from uh, the house. Last night, we're finishing up dinner. You know, girls are scattering to do homework or whatnot. And I walk over to Murphy. He was about to sit down in front of, you're about to sit down in front of your laptop. I'm thinking, oh, he's, yeah. I'm about to lose him to YouTube or email or something. Yeah. And you, I sat down next to you and you looked at me and you said, um, babe, are you, you remember this? You said, babe, are you, uh, you have anything planned special this Saturday? And you said that and I thought, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's taking me somewhere or something sweet's going to happen. It's funny because when you said that, that's the first thing I thought too. It's like, I thought, oh Murphy's my doing God, something. what are we yeah. doing? And I'm like, no, why? And I'm all smiley. And you're like, because I'm going to schedule you, get your tires fixed. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> which is, well, it's time which to, you know, sweet. Uh, sweet nothings. It is. I need new tires and it is something you have to like, I, I need to not need my car that day and all that. So yeah. this, I didn't, I didn't let you know that I was. Kind of like, I'm sorry. (laughs) It lasted all of one minute because you were like, you were quick to say, oh, yeah, we're going to I'm going to schedule your tires being fixed. We need new tires on the car. Yeah. Well, I mean, your treads are gone and, you know, it's it's a safety thing. And, yeah, that doesn't sound as nice as me taking you away for the weekend. (laughs) Well, you can still take her away on four new tires. Yeah. that's true. See, that's true. Maybe that was actually part of my grand plan. I'm not worried about it. First weekend was going to be the tires the next. But honestly, switching, how hard, how difficult is it? It's so crazy that that's an inconvenience to me to have to lose my car for the day just to get new tires. It's a blessing to be able to get new tires and you got to do it and all that. Yeah. But man, 
I'm going to need some rides. Well, you, you know Taylor's I'm, car and you can use Murphy's car. I don't Is Murphy's to. car too big for you to... I don't want to drive it. Yeah. Two things. It's big and yeah. I left that behind. Yeah, that's what she downsized from. She really was kind of been there, I done that. I was tired of driving yeah. a tank. And, <laughs> and number two... Number two, Murphy's tank is precious to him. Yeah. And if you breathe on it wrong, oh my gosh. So I just don't trust myself not to accidentally... <laughs> You know, I had the heater right where I wanted it. <laughs> I don't want to drive your car. If, if I have to, I will. But, but you know, I can just Uber Saturday. No worries. No, Let's we get should tires ride together. My... We do whatever we do together. Okay. Make it romantic after all. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So Ben Affleck confirms he won't be slipping into the bat suit again. Well, not for anyone to see. Oh no. Um, but who will? So we'll tell you all about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, let's talk Batman. Ben Affleck will not be putting on the bat suit again. Well, not- every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you read a puff piece editorial. Uh, that's that's the project he wanted for his whole life. You know, putting on that suit. Never caught on. Though. The movies didn't do well. It was like the story wasn't there. I didn't see them. Yeah, but I was happy for him to have his dream come true. I mean, most men in Hollywood want to put that suit on, right? At least for one movie. The only place right. I saw him as Batman, I believe, was Justice League. Okay, and well, that so- was only a short bit. Sure. So the new movie... Not Justice League, the um, Suicide Squad. Okay, thank you. Get it straight, Sam. Um, The new film we're getting in 2021, so it's a bit away. They're working on the script now. Ben Affleck has stepped away from producing and writing and being in charge Mm -hmm. of it all, and someone else has taken it over, um, Matt Reeves. It's going to be called The Batman, (laughs) and it will have a new leading man because... Not because of bad relationship with Ben or anything like that. Yeah. It's reportedly the whole story is going to center around a younger Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. So it sounds kind of more like an origin story. So we need somebody younger. And Matt Reeves, the new you know head of the project, said, look, it's very much a point of view driven sort of story. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be more like you're in his head getting to know his story and why he is who he is and, and all that good stuff. Ben I, know, Affleck, I know you like the Christopher Nolan Batman Movies, I do. I really with do. With Christian Bale, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like I just have. You just like said it's Michael called Keaton. the Batman. I don't even remember what they're all called anymore. Me either. Because There's so many. You know, Michael Keaton. You hate. Michael Keaton was really Gordon good. Val Kilmer, a Batman we, too. Or for George a short, Clooney. George Clooney for a short short. Yeah, which is weird to it's remember like, well, and go I don't back. remember what any of those just because you got a good looking square jaw doesn't mean you can pull it off. Yeah. It's how you act in the suit. Well, anyway, Ben Affleck did tweet yesterday excited for the Batman summer 2021 and to see what Matt Reeves can bring to life what mm-hmm. his vision brings to life so he's still like maybe a part of it but he's not certainly going to step into the suit now remember everybody <laughs> here's my favorite yeah a couple of months ago John Hamm was doing interviews and somebody said hey do, or would you be interested in being Batman never been offered anything I think the internet wants what it wants I can't would, control the would internet would you like it depends uh, on what script what the story is oh mm-hmm. uh, so he's a big batman fan yeah and um he would really like it but he would have to approve the whole script so at the end of this movie it's an origin story we'd like to see somebody put that suit on oh you know somebody will <sighs> all right coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning around eight thirty. every little thing we know about the celine dion biopic up to date with jody's hollywood outsider we love hearing from you. Join the conversation anytime, 877 310 msj or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. 
It's time for the producer's mailbag. All right, we we've been having this discussion all week. Thanks to our kids, none of our kids <laughs> use voicemail. Yeah, they, don't, leave they don't use voicemail. it, and they won't listen. They to don't it. listen to voicemail, no matter who leaves them a yeah. voicemail. Is voicemail dead? And is texting, you know, personal enough? What do we have in the mailbag on this, Chad? Well, here's one from Robin that I think sums up a lot of people's feelings. Taylor and Phoebe, Mm -hmm. answer this. A loved one dies. Mm. Do you wish you had a text from them or do you wish you had a voicemail? Yes, yes, yes. Agreed, agreed, Are you going to play that game with the girls? I do not want to play that game with them, though. No, I mean, it's worth a mention because we've already had that conversation about there's nothing like a person's voice. Mm Mm-hmm for something personal but if it's not used today as much it's just not used thank you robin here's one from coteau with some serious parenting both minds said the same thing so for a week i didn't speak i just texted (laughs) (laughs) that's sam's sort of game sam loves to play games you know what though mine would they would be perfectly fine with that i don't like that well it's it worked for her. Probably. She says, it didn't take two days. Now it's a hug and a conversation when I get home every day. Plus, we have no electronic Wednesdays. No cell phones, no TV, no Ooh, radio, no computers. That's wow. next level. Okay, that's different. That mm. might even be tough for me, no electronics. <laughs> I mean, honestly, think about how, how much we rely on Yeah, it. how would you watch Game of Thrones? Oh, stop. <laughs> I, would, I would watch it. I would violate. Yeah. Okay. And from Vanessa, I hate voicemail. You oh, yeah. have to say what you want really quickly and awkwardly. Your meaning doesn't come across unless it's urgent, and you likely won't get a response anytime soon. <sighs> Think of it this way. Yeah. People complain about no one taking the time to write letters anymore. Well, what is a text message but one active letter back and forth? This is true. It's yeah. a letter that really never stops. See, that's an interesting way to see it and look at it. And oh. either way, we don't leave voicemail as much as we used to. Nope. We just don't. We love hearing from you, by the way. You can call and talk to us, 877-310-4MSJ, or you can text us to that same number, whichever you like. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. A little bonus one for you, ladies. Are you ready for Zac Efron as Tud Bundy? Because, <laughs> Bundy, because I'm not sure I am. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. For all the moms and ladies and girls who think like me, you think that Zac Efron can never be anything but Troy Bolton to you, uh, he might have another thing coming. I'm not gonna stop. That's who I am. Sweet Troy. Okay, um, Zac Efron has done a lot of really good dramatic work. I saw that movie that he did with Nicole Kidman and um, John Cusack. It's the paper boy. Oh my gosh, I cannot unsee. Remember Charlie St. Cloud? I can feel oh. you forgetting me. Oh, Sam. Why did oh, stop it. Her? You gotta stop it. <laughs> okay, so he really is talented and he has taken on this role. So for the last year, you probably heard that he was playing Ted Bundy. Yeah, and I was wondering how that would come off. Oh my gosh, you saw the trailer. It's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. And you can't believe that he can do this, but he did this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am that innocent suspect. You are skating on thin ice, partner. That was John Malkovich by the way, as a judge. The media has convicted Ted before he's had his day in court. I'm gagged, and you're not. I wonder whether he did it or not. I'm more popular than Disney World. 
So wow. one of the reasons there's so much controversy and talk surrounding this movie is not just because it's Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. That's mm. enough to talk about. But it's that some people have accused the film of romanticizing Ted Bundy, Bundy and glorifying it. Yeah. And sure, he does seem like kind of, you know... Charming, maybe? Yeah, the movie sort of makes him out to be sort of a rock star. And yeah. they they realize that, but they say they're not romanticizing uh, someone who was the most um, a notorious serial killer. Right. One of the victims, his victims, who survived his attack in 1978 spoke out when this film, like when they released the film to the festival. And mm-hmm. she said, look, it's okay with her because she doesn't think they're glorifying it. They're portraying him as he was. She's saying he was very charismatic. He was very charming. That's how he was able to get and we should you know, know how he was. women yeah. to like, hey, come with me, come do this with me and that with me, even though they're not trying to romanticize it. And I, Probably doesn't hurt that it's Zac Efron. No. But he did a really good job. If you go watch that trailer, you can't believe how creepy he seems. You think he won awards on it? I think he probably should. No, no, you got the wrong answer. We should bet on it. Just so you know, um, no release date yet for it. As soon as we have it, we'll let you know. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. I'm sure Sam can relate to this. Jody probably is is much more refined than you and I are, so this won't be an issue for Jody. But you know, every now and then you'll have somebody throw a medical term at you, and the the middle schooler in you comes out and starts laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The adult in you understands it's a medical term, but the middle schooler in you, for whatever reason, like, well, that's you guys. I know and, that and because so, we're still in middle school. I know. But uh, in your hearts, and so I, I mean, I, I feel a little weird about this, and I haven't even explained this to you yet, Jody. That the new insulin pump that I'm wearing, without getting this is not going to get technical, I promise at all. But the cartridge that holds the insulin is not a plastic cartridge this time; it's actually more balloon-like, and of course, it's called a bladder. <laughs> like, why? Why does it have to be called a bladder? And why is that funny? <laughs> See, I knew Sam would think that's funny. It's a bladder, right? That's the problem, and and and. And then, as you're prepping and you're putting new insulin in this particular style. Ah, no! <laughs> what? You gotta yeah. bleed the bladder? No, you actually have to burp the bladder. Ah! <laughs> oh, God! See? No. I knew it, right. You know. And, oh. and that's the actual oh. description that was given to me, is that I actually have to burp the bladder. You know what? Well, at least, and, here's the good news. At least... You find enjoyment. Your middle school heart and brain and sense of humor, yes. you find enjoyment. Because otherwise, that's no fun. <laughs> What's well, funny, though, is, Jody, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't have an explanation for you. You're saying, why is that funny? Why? And it's like, like <laughs> I don't know. somebody know. chose to title it that way, and yeah. you're seeing the real thing. And you're going to burp the bladder? I mean, uh-huh. right. And so, you see, you realize that I'm being trained on the entire uh-huh. pump. And I, I mean, I was fine. Obviously, I was composed the entire time. And I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to explain this to Jody? Even worse, how am I going to explain this to Sam? <laughs> yes, this is how you explain because it. Spread the joy. Technology in 2019, yeah. and the first thing I have to do is burp the bladder. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So the next big musical biopic is in the works already. Mm-hmm. Has the artist approval tell you about her movie? Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So the next big musical biopic will apparently be all about, and it's approved by her, Miss Celine Dion. I'm your lady. Huh. It's underway. The plans for this, 
It's funded, and she has approved it. That'll be an interesting story, especially with her involvement with her late husband, Renee, when she was much younger. And they'll get there, yeah. So they're going to cover her childhood, her Mm -hmm. rise to fame, which is, oh, hello, Renee. My name is Celine. Um, um, And her relationship with Renee, which was, I mean... It's going to be a difficult story. It just is. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll take you all the way to her Vegas residency. I'm not sure. But it does have her approval, and it's got backing and funding, and mm-hmm. they're looking already. When you're already announcing a release date, I guess you give yourself as a filmmaker that goal, a release date of December 2020. Yeah. So not this year, but next, a Celine Dion biopic, which will be called The Power of Love. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Have you seen this cool thing that um, the NBA and TNT have lined up for Twitter for the second half of the NBA season? I know we're no. getting rid of football this week, but the NBA All-Star Game is coming getting up on... Getting rid of football. On the, I know you are, Sam. On the, so I got rid of football two weeks ago. Okay, okay. 17th is the All-Star Game, and they're going to do this for the second half of the season. Okay, they're in the first half of a, the game of the week on TNT. Yeah. You watch the game as normal. You can watch the whole game as normal on TNT. Sure. But they're going to have you vote during the first half of... In the second half, what player would you like to see us isolate on? Oh. And so everybody gets to vote. And in the second half, if you go on, and this is only going to be on Twitter, you can watch the whole second half on Twitter only watching that player. Oh. Is that not, I mean, think of that in football. Like Drew Brees, okay? Right. Wouldn't you like to watch yes. Drew Brees the whole game? That's what I to do. To see exactly what he, well, no, but only when they put the cameras on. Sure. Him. If the camera was only on him the entire game, it would be that like, is oh, well, exciting. that's what he does in the huddle. Oh, well, that's what he does I mean, here. It would be cool, but you would lose perspective on the whole game that you way. Would. Well, that's why you yeah. keep TNT on the screen, you know, the big screen. And oh, so we're. On we're, the phone, you got the Twitter going, so you can watch, you know. So uh, we're multitasking our brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. call that second screen. Yeah, second screen. That would be cool in football, man. It would be. Um, Sam, I got to tell you this story from uh, the house. Last night, we're finishing up dinner. You know, girls are scattering to do homework or whatnot. And I walk over to Murphy. He was about to sit down in front of, you're about to sit down in front of your laptop. I'm thinking, oh, he's, yeah. I'm about to lose him to YouTube or email or something. Yeah. And you, I sat down next to you and you looked at me and you said, um, babe, are you, you remember this? You said, babe, are you, uh, you have anything planned special this Saturday? And you said that. And I thought, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's taking me somewhere or something sweet's going to happen. It's funny because when you said that, that's the first thing I thought too. It's like, I thought, oh Murphy's my doing God, something. what are we yeah. doing? And I'm like, no, why? And I'm all smiley. And you're like, because I'm going to schedule you, get your tires fixed. We're going <laughs> <laughs> to. Well, it's time which to. Which is sweet. Uh, sweet nothings. It is. I need new tires. And it is something you have to like, I, I need to not need my car that day and all that. So yeah. this, I, didn't, I didn't let you know that I was. Kind of like, I'm sorry. (laughs) It lasted all of one minute because you were like, you were quick to say, oh, yeah, we're going to. I'm going to schedule your tires being fixed. We need new tires on the car. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, your treads are gone, and, you know, it's it's a safety thing. And, yeah, that doesn't sound as nice as me taking you away for the weekend. <laughs> well, but, you can still take her away on four new tires. Yeah, that's yeah. true. See, that's true. Is Maybe it, that was actually part of my grand plan. Oh, you just didn't know I'm it not yet. worried about First it. First weekend was going to be I'm the tires the next. But, honestly, switching, how hard, how difficult is it? It's so crazy that that's an inconvenience to me to have to lose my car for the day just to get new tires. It's a blessing to be able to get new tires and you got to do it and all that. Yeah. But man, I'm going to need some rides. Well, you, you know Taylor's I'm, car and you can use Murphy's car. I don't Is Murphy's to. car too big for you to... I don't want to drive it. Yeah. 
two things. It's big, and yeah. I left that behind. Yeah, that's what she downsized from. She really was kind of been there, I done that. I was tired of driving yeah. a tank. And, <laughs> and number two? Number two, Murphy's tank is precious to him. Yeah. And if you breathe on it wrong, oh my gosh. So I just don't trust myself not to accidentally, <laughs> you know, I had to right where I wanted it. <laughs> I don't want to drive your car. If, if I have to, I will. But, but, you know, I can just Uber Saturday. No worries. No. Let's we get should tires ride together. My... We do whatever we do together. Okay. Make it romantic after all. Yeah. Invite you to hang around just a little longer for the After the Show podcast with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Now, you can go back and listen on demand to the entire show. But if you if you subscribe, you get something you don't hear anywhere else. Yeah, just we hang out a little longer, talk a little more in depth um, after the show.